You're listening to Fit Girl, your guide to getting in shape, the podcast dedicated to helping you separate fact from fiction in fitness. For more details about this podcast and other episodes, visit fitgirlpodcast.com. This is podcast episode number 272. In this episode, learn how to succeed with your weight loss and fitness goals by applying a few simple techniques to avoid the second in the countdown of the top five biggest mistakes in weight loss. All right, so we finally come down to the final two of the biggest mistakes in weight loss. So have you figured out what they might be? I'll let you think on that for a couple of seconds. Number five was using wrong sources such as ads and hearsay, magazines, even just friends telling you what to do. Number four was consistency. If you're not consistent, you're definitely not going to get the shape that you want. Number three was doing cardio over weight training for weight loss. Weight training should always be a priority when you're trying to drop body fat because not only does it shape your muscles, but it increases your metabolism, not only while you're doing it, but also while you're doing nothing at all because of the added muscle. So that actually brings us down to number two in the list. So here it is. Number two is having no plan. Now you might think you have a plan, but if you've been working out for a while, whether it's six months or a year or more, and your body has not changed, then something's not working. And it's quite likely that it is your fitness plan or maybe lack of a plan. And this actually applies on all three foundations, meaning training, nutrition, and mindset. So yes, you do need to have plan for all three. And a plan doesn't necessarily mean just taking a workout out of a magazine. It has to be the whole kit and caboodle. Because if you just do one thing, you're not going to get the results. Really, fitness and getting in shape is about all three, training, nutrition, and mindset. And that's what I talk about all the time. Because remember, if getting in shape was easy, then everybody would be in shape and nobody would struggle at all. And obviously we know that's not the case because everybody does struggle and there's just a handful full of people that are actually in excellent shape and can maintain it year round. And and that's just not a lot of people that can do that. So there is a bigger picture here than just the right workout or just a diet or the right nutrition. So it's all three. So let's go over what you pretty much need to do as far as a plan when you're trying to get yourself in your best shape possible. Now, having a plan doesn't just apply to weight loss or getting in shape. It's for anything important that you want to accomplish. Just like if you're trying to drive somewhere, you don't necessarily just get in the car and go. You usually have some sort of map or some sort of guidance that's going to be your plan. And same thing with taking a trip. You don't just go to the airport and jump on a plane. You plan it out. You figure out, do I need a hotel? Do I need a car rental? How do I get my seat? Luggage? What am I going to bring? There's all a big master plan. So when you are getting in shape, there's a lot of things you need to plan. So first, let's talk about the what you need to plan. And that is your day, your meals, your workouts, your goals, your stepping stones, and when to evaluate those stepping stones. So if we were to put that in exact order, you would start with your goals and your stepping stones, what it's going to take to get to those goals. And those stepping stones should include your workouts, your nutrition plan, and what you need to do for your meals, what combinations of foods you need to have, which means where, what do you need to shop for? What do you need to make ahead of time? What can you grab if you're in, in a pinch of time? And that goes along with planning your day. 
what is your day like? Are you going to be able to come home and have lunch? Are you going to have to eat lunch out? Is it not feasible for you to bring a lunch? And many times it's not. Uh, is there something that you can take and you know you can eat on the way, like an apple? Maybe that's too messy. So maybe you need to get a protein bar or a protein shake. And this is all part of planning. Then, obviously, you go through your workouts, your nutrition, your days. You have to pick a time to evaluate, basically a start-finish time. So it's not sufficient just to say, I'm going to do this forever. You need to pick a start and stop date or at least pick a date where you're starting and a date where you're going to reevaluate, which means taking your measurements and maybe at that point only stepping on the scale because the scale is not the best indicator. There might be a piece of clothing that you want to fit into, but to be honest with you, that's probably not the best indicator either because as your body starts to drop weight, it drops fat from where you have the least amount first. And I know that's not what we want. We want it to come off of the place where we have the most fat first. But unfortunately, that's usually what your body is trying to save in case there's some sort of starvation or famine. It's its own way to protect you in case you somehow run out of food. So sometimes the clothing isn't going to quite fit the way you want it, especially if it's a lower half thing like jeans and it might be coming off of your upper body first. So your measurements are always the safest way to go. Now, besides your what, you need to also plan when. And that we touched on that a little bit. Your when is, well, when do you want to accomplish this? What is that time frame? Is it summertime? Is it wintertime? Is it before a big event? Are you giving yourself enough time to actually plan this out and have enough time to accomplish the real goal. And I gotta tell you, most times when I'm working with people, they wait till the last minute. They think, oh, I've got eight weeks, that's plenty of time. And it's like, no, it's really not plenty of time to drop weight the right way without messing up your metabolism. So if you have an event or something, you really need to start more like three or four months in advance. And I would even say more than that, to be honest with you, five or six months, because in my experience, getting ready for competitions, usually the first month, you're just kind of easing into it. You know, you're not 100%. And then you get 100% after that first month and you, you tighten it up. But then you need to make changes as you go along because things inevitably come up, throw you off track a little bit, and then you have to get right back on track. So always give yourself enough time. And it might be safe to say give yourself twice as much time as you think you need. And if anybody has ever done like house renovations or anything else, you know that no matter how much you plan, it always takes twice as long. So it's always best with your body to give it the time it needs so that you don't have to, to suffer. I mean, you really shouldn't. When you're eating the right way, you're eating throughout the day, you're fueling your metabolism, you're not exercising all the time, you're just doing the right exercise. So it should be relatively easy if you stay consistent and on track. And the best way to do that is to have a plan. Now, a plan isn't just one thing. It's planning for your day, for your week, for your month, and maybe even quarterly and yearly. Maybe you want to say, you know what, I'm going to work real hard and get in this type of shape, or maybe I want to do this event, or um, whatever the case may be. But you know what, after that, I want to take a break and maybe focus on something else. You know, maybe you always wanted to do one of the, the mud runs. So Maybe that's what your training is going to involve. And then after that, maybe you wanted to try a personal best in your, your bench press or your squat or, or whatever the case may be, you have a different focus. 
And that's also a good way to think of your workouts because we can't always go hard, hard, hard. We need to take our workouts through what I call cycles. And that means you might have two, three months of a focus on one area, then the next area is a little bit different. And those kind of areas could be anything from improving your cardio to improving your strength to just forcing yourself to do exercises you don't usually do or even ones you don't particularly care for just to kind of get your muscles a little bit of a different exposure to some movements. So planning can go anywhere from a day to a full year. It can even go multiple years depending on what your goals are. So you might think it's easy enough, okay, I have a what, I have a when, and then you need to know your how. How are you going to do this? And I know you're thinking, well, you just told me I'm, I'm going to do the what and the when, and that's going to dictate the how. Well, the how is a little bit more than that. You know you're going to have to have a plan, and the reason for that is that's going to give you your guidance, and it's going to relieve stress, and it's going to enable you to control what you need to do to reach your goal. You're going to have a deadline, which is that sense of urgency so that you can't keep putting it off. You know, the diet starts Monday. No, next Monday. No, next Monday. All right, so you have definitely a sense of urgency. And when you have a goal, the important thing to do is to know your reasons. Okay, don't just pick a goal that's, well, I want to be, I don't know, 100 pounds in two months. I mean, is there a reason behind that? So pick a goal, might be, I want to lose 10 pounds in the next six months because I know it'll help lower my blood pressure. And if it helps to lower my blood pressure, then that's going to help me live longer. So that's a real goal that can actually motivate you on the days you're, you're not feeling motivated because you'll look at your plan and say, I know I need to do this, don't really want to, but I know that the goal is going to lower my blood pressure and that's going to help me live healthier and longer. So knowing your reasons why for each goal that you have is going to make your motivation a little bit stronger, especially on those days when you just don't feel like doing it. And we all have them. Sometimes it's raining and you want to go back to bed and maybe you can do the workout later, but maybe you can't. Or maybe you put the workout off till later and now it's later and you tell yourself, yes, I, ha I have to. You know, And even if you don't get the full workout in and even if it's not a kick-ass workout, at least you got something done. And that's still going to be moving you closer to your goal. Now, kind of going back to our analogy of using a roadmap or something, if you're going somewhere, think of your getting in shape as kind of, I call it destination hot body, where you are setting out to achieve a destination. So you know if you were to just to go drive somewhere and just turn here, turn there, and just really not know what you're doing, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to get upset, mad, angry, and you might just completely give up and you're definitely not going to get where you want to go. And that's exactly what happens with fitness. Most people know they want to get to there, but they don't know how to get to there. So in the process, they keep running into walls and mistakes and, and setbacks and they just get frustrated and they completely give up. And in that respect, giving up means making excuses. So, I mean, you may have heard some people say, oh, I'm just not meant to be skinny, or I'm not meant to be lean, or I'm not meant to be able to run three miles, or I'm not meant to be able to fit into those sizes of clothing, you know, and that's just excuses. And it's easy for us to build those up because of failures, and failures come from not planning. You may have heard the phrasing, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And that's never more true when it comes to getting in shape. 
So when it comes to your goals and your plan, you actually have to really write down your goals. I know a lot of people say, oh, I have the plan in my head or I have the plan, the, my goals and my plan. It's all in my head. And I got to say, no, you really don't. What you have is a gobbledygook in your head. You don't have a roadmap. You don't have a plan. You've got to put it on paper because that's when you start to realize, ooh, this isn't realistic. That's not realistic. Okay, how do I make it realistic? And when you see it on paper, you can map it out easier. You can plan your day, you can plan your meals, you can do all the things that you need to do. But if it's just in your head, face it, it's never going to get out of there and it's never going to be a working plan. And you may have actually done that before. So hopefully you're not in your head and saying, yeah, I've, I've done that. I'm not going to do it again. I'm going to do it the right way this time by actually sitting, writing down and think about it. Because if you have something you want to achieve and it's really important to you, then why wouldn't you sit down and maybe keep a log or a journal of what you need to do, what you're doing, and, and a way to evaluate your progress so that if you're not getting where you want to be, you can review and see what may have slipped through the cracks or not quite gone as planned, and you can fix that. You know, you can tighten up on certain areas or you can try other things. I mean, you have to be able to know if you're moving forward or just staying in one place or, God forbid, moving backwards. So when you think in terms of your goals, how can you possibly reach them unless you don't have a plan? So apply this to not only your training, your nutrition, your goal setting, pretty much anything you want to accomplish that's important to you. So when it comes to training, plan your workouts in advance. Um, set a goal for each workout, and that goal could be as simple as showing up at the gym. Okay, obviously the ultimate goal would be, yeah, having a great workout or getting stronger this time or, or doing a little bit faster pace or whatever. But, you know, that is a little bit of something you could have in your head, but you would definitely want to write it down first. But those little teeny goals to kind of think, uh, what am I going to get out of this workout today? And maybe it's just the good feeling of knowing that you did it instead of skipping it. So think about this also with your nutrition. Do you know truly if you're getting enough protein, carbs, and fats, and calories. And I got to tell you, nine times out of ten, people always think they know what they're eating, but they don't. They're usually completely wrong. When I ask them to write it down and keep a log, and we go through it, and we add everything up, that's where you see how wrong everything in your head is. So that's where it's easy to pinpoint your skipping meals. You're not getting enough protein. Um, this really isn't a carb. That's a fat. And all of these different things really is an eye-opener to what's going on with your nutrition. So I know I've said it a million times, but keeping a nutrition log, even if it's just for one week to evaluate what you're doing, is going to be the best thing you've ever done. You're going to wonder why you hadn't done this sooner. And yes, it's tedious to write everything down. And fortunately, yeah, there's a lot of apps nowadays that you can use to calculate it out for you. And Again, you still have to sit down and enter it in your phone. So either way, paper or app doesn't make a difference. Just find those totals and make sure you're committed to writing down every single thing that goes in your mouth, because otherwise it's not going to be a true representation of your nutrition and you won't be able to fix things from there. Now, the last thing, of course, is your mindset and a positive attitude. Sure, that's great. But you know what? How do we maintain that? Well, we do that by reviewing your plan every single day, whether it's every morning or whether it's over breakfast or every night before you go to bed. And with that plan and with your daily activities, you prioritize. 
which means that you also organize your day so that you can fit all these things in. And you obviously have to be realistic. And this certainly makes the mindset section the hardest just because it's not tangible. And one of the non-tangible things that is important in reaching goals is accountability. You know, who are you accountable to? Yourself, which could be good or bad. Um, maybe a friend or a check-in system. Maybe there's a forum that you participate in or a Facebook group um, or some sort of support group. Or maybe you just keep a journal and that's who you feel like you're accountable to. So some sort of accountability is going to make a big difference in your plan. And it also kind of gives you that extra support that you need when you know you might feel like skipping something or throwing in the towel or, or whatever. Sometimes it's too we're too close to it to see what we need. And having an outside or a second pair of eyes is always a good way to go to help you stay on track. Now, I know this one particular exercise mistake or weight loss mistake is going to take the entire podcast this time because it is covering all three and all three are very important. And one thing about having a plan is you can be very discouraged because you've never accomplished this before. And, and most people have never accomplished their fitness goals before. They've set out to do them and one thing or another has happened and this comes to that. And, and majority of the people out there don't reach their goals. And that track record alone can be very discouraging and intimidating to anyone. I mean, if you're continually failing at something, then it kind of makes it harder and harder to keep going. Um, there's a podcast uh, several episodes ago where I spoke of a lady who was uh, Miss America or Miss USA or something. You can go back and look at it because I referenced and put the link to her video there where she talks about how she got up for this competition and she failed and she goes on and on and, and she really does a great job. I highly recommend everybody watch that video because basically she went to this pageant and lost a bunch of times, but she kept going because somebody else had faith in her and she had a plan. And ultimately I'm not going to tell you what happened. You can watch it, but it's very inspiring because a lot of times we think, well, once, twice, three times, I just quit. And this girl just kept on going and going and going. And that's what we need sometimes in fitness. Um, that's where you have to keep a log or a journal or some way to reference what did I do that did not work and be able to review it. And that comes with your workouts, with your nutrition, and with your thought process. If anything counts the most when it comes to getting in shape, it's, it's definitely what you eat. And most people have heard that it's 80% diet, or which is nutrition, doesn't mean restrictive diet, and the rest of it is your workouts. Now one kind of fuels off the other. If you have a great workout, a lot of times you're, you're more apt to eat well, and when you eat well, you're going to have more energy for your workouts, but ultimately it's what's in your head that's going to make sure that you get there and make sure that you prepare the meals that you need to have and make sure that you plan so that you know for your week are you prepared in every way. So ultimately, the biggest support system you have is also right there inside your head. You have to be accountable to someone very, very important, and that is you. You are the only one that hears your thoughts every single day, and you are the only one that can control whether you grab some donuts or grab some apples. And you are the only one that can tell yourself, yes, I can do this. 
So it's all about you trusting you, maybe trusting the process if someone's helping you, but giving up the past, knowing that, yes, those were mistakes. They didn't work, but I've learned from them. And seeing obstacles for what they are, which is just ways for us to figure out how to get around them. And when you get around one obstacle, it tends to come up again, so you're more prepared. And that way you'll be more successful. So this time around, you'll be 100% prepared and you'll be able to reach your goals because you'll have your plan, you'll be able to follow through on it. If you have a setback, you'll get right back on there and you'll know exactly what you need to do. And there's a couple of sayings that I want to share with you because I think they always kind of ring true and they are, they're helpful in a lot of situations. And one of them is that every minute you're either moving closer or farther away from your goal. So which are you doing? So if you go to grab uh, something that you know you're not supposed to eat because it's not healthy or maybe an extra serving of something that you know you shouldn't have, tell yourself, is this helping me get closer or further away from my goal? So again, that's you supporting you by reminding you of that phrase. You could even consider that kind of a mantra, but it's not quite in the positive uh, present tense. So this next one would probably be better for that. And that phrasing is, what is positive, powerful, and productive that's moving me closer to my goal? So that could be used in a sentence in your head as, is this getting me closer to my goal? Is this something that's powerful, positive, productive, that's going to bring me closer to my goal? And sometimes just that little question you ask yourself will make the difference and give you that motivation you need on the days when you might be a little low on it or when you just feel like not doing some of the things that you know you should be doing. Now your next step is to make a plan, okay? Focus on the goals. Go back through what I was talking about. Make your goal, make it realistic. Uh, set some stepping stones. Figure out what needs to be done each day, each week. Make your deadlines. Make those also for nutrition and for workouts and for your mindset. I mean, sometimes you need to schedule in when you're going to sit down there and kind of give yourself a pep talk. And we all need that. Sometimes it's easier to get it from someone else. And maybe you need to listen to, well, something like this, the podcast, or there might be some speech or some words or even just a song that uplifts you when you're feeling kind of down. So whatever it is, something that's going to help with your mind whether it's maybe even meditation. Some people like to do that or listen to some light music like that uh, when you're going to sleep. Either way, something that's going to help you stay in the proper mindset so that you can do all of this and accomplish all of this. And the most important thing is remember, your goal is probably unfortunately going to take twice as long to get to as you want. But it's these little subtle changes that are going to make it last because anytime weight loss is fast, it always comes back twice as much. There was a bunch of studies on the Biggest Loser contestants and how basically they all gained back their weight plus even more for most of them. So just because it's fast and extreme doesn't mean that it's going to stay. So the, um, the longer it takes, yes, nobody likes that, but the longer it takes, the more permanent it's going to be. And you don't want to be worrying about your body and dieting and all that kind of stuff for the rest of your life. Why not just take a few months and do it right? And then that way you can keep the body you want. And you don't have to struggle or do tons of workouts or eat very crazy specific foods. It's just a healthy lifestyle. When you're using a healthy lifestyle, your body's moving, your food is good, 
then your body responds to that and it's going to function better and your weight's naturally going to drop and it's going to stay there. Now, naturally, if you have no clue whatsoever where to begin, um, there's some different, different forms and things that I have on the websites that you can always download. I also am doing online one-on-one -on -one training now as far as helping people get their plans and all of that kind of stuff. Um, in the past, it was done via email, but now we have actually, you know, the Zoom meetings and things like that and in-person meetings and all that kind of stuff. So on the Fit Girl podcast website, you can find some of that information. And of course, some people like to just do their own online programs. I have totally redone the fitness makeover. And that is a 28 day makeover, which could actually be done for two months. And I would probably recommend that if you have, um, well, if, you, if you've got a long way to go, but it's a great way to jumpstart because we go through how to set your goals, how to create the check-in system. It actually includes the workouts to do for that month uh, and everything. So anyways, just You'll find links to all of that on all my sites, but if you go to the fitgirlpodcast.com, then you'll definitely see a big banner there that, that kind of shoots you in the right direction because, unfortunately, I have websites everywhere doing different things and I'm really trying to consolidate them, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. I know, even though I have a plan, it's always taking longer than I think. See? Told you. The one thing that won't take longer than we usually expect is the next podcast because I already have the next two figured out and outlined and ready to go. So I'm really trying to get that effort back on getting these done weekly and hope to hear some more of your questions and comments and different topics that you want to hear about. So there still is uh, the information on how to get free stuff at the apparel store and you can just go click over there to find that. Because uh, when I used to do this podcast regularly, I was up there in the top 10, 20 the whole time. And now I actually, two things from not doing it consistently, and I changed the category that I'm in because it was alternative health, which I didn't think quite made sense. So I put it in fitness and nutrition. So we kind of got to work my way back up so that other people can take advantage of all this information that I'm sharing. So that's why the bribery part comes in play as far as getting free stuff for just either making a comment or a review um, or sharing or anything like that. Very, very easy. So just check that out. Click anything on the website. You'll see it. I I've got them everywhere and help me out and help others out too. And one more thing, a little too much information, but you know, I actually haven't been podcasting for quite a while because I've had some serious issues with sinuses. And even now I feel like I sound like I'm a little stuffy. So someone did comment once about that. And yeah, I kind of took it to heart and I know I shouldn't, but uh, I've been very self-conscious about that. So I'm trying to get past that. And you know, I sound like what I sound like. And there you go. That's it. Some days it's good. Some days it's not. And another last, last thing, if you go to the apparel shop, uh, we've got some really cool new designs. Um, there's the bunny with a barbell on his back, like he's going to be, or she is going to be squatting. And I actually get a lot of comments on that whenever I wear it. And the cool thing is that it's available in the regular cotton tanks, but also in that dry fit material that kind of keeps you a little bit cooler and is a little bit more lightweight. And then there's also one that's a, a workout kitty. This one's this is a kitty cat with his little headband on or her little headband on and um, working out with dumbbells. And I actually changed the original version to have some shorts because I thought that maybe it looked like whatever it is, uh, didn't have any pants on. So anyways, um, there's different types of that one too. So anyways, check them out. They're really cool. Everybody likes them and um, I'm sure you'll like them too. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. 
If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.